Now that we have a little break of previewing football games, it's time to talk about who's been the MVP of the season so far. There's a whole bunch of candidates. We'll decide today right here on Locked on Aggies. You are Locked on Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on into Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today, we're going to run through some different MVP candidates. We're going to do offensive MVP, defensive MVP. We're going to do special teams MVP, the team MVP as a whole, and then and then the freshman MVP. Did I already say that? But we're going to run through all that and then answer some mailbag questions that were sent to me from YouTube comments and Twitter DMs. So, to get this thing rocking and rolling, offensive MVP, and we're going to pull up stats. We're going to look at different metrics. We're going to look at different numbers. We're going we're gonna to pull it all up and really get to it today. So, offensive MVP, I have at the top of the conversation – I do still have Connor Wigman. Not he, he's not gonna win it. He's not gonna gonna win it to, at this point. But you know we do need to give him a shot. I just, so Connor Wigman uh, was completed 82 of his 119 passing attempts this season for 979 yards and 68.9 completion percentage, eight touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, rating of 156.8. So that's like compared to how many? So what's, what's the math on that? Has Max still hasn't played the same amount of games. But point is, so those are Connor's numbers. He's not going to win the offensive MVP award today, but I still wanted to kind of talk about it because he just, he was going to have such a good season. It's truly heartbreaking that he went down with that injury. Um, next guy I have on the list is Noah Thomas. 14 receptions, 193 yards, and a touchdown. Another guy. Is he going to win it? Uh, I don't think so. I think I've got my guy that I think is going to win it. But I still kind of wanted to add him in here because he has had a good year. He's taken that step. He's been a big part of this offense. The next guy I have listed is Le'Veon Moss. He's kind of taken over as the dude in this running back room. He, he leads the team with 77 carries. Next closest on carries is Amari Daniels with 53. Ruben Owens is 37. So, yeah, I think um, Le'Veon Moss has been kind of taking over this backfield. He's got 77 carries for 387 yards, five yards a carry, a long carry on the year of 36 yards and three touchdowns. So he also leads the backfield in touchdowns. Then I've got Anaya Smith. Anaya Smith, 27 receptions, 451 yards, 13, uh, I'm sorry, 16.7 yards per reception. His long reception of the year is 37 yards. He has yet to get in the end zone. So those are some of the candidates. Last candidate is some guy named Evan Stewart. I don't know who that guy is, but Evan Stewart, 31 receptions on the year, 451 receiving yards, 14.5 yards 
uh, reception, 44 y- uh, yards is his long on the season, and he is tied with Noah Thomas with four touchdowns on the season. Okay, drum roll. Who's going to win? Drum roll. Evan Stewart is going to win offensive MVP. I think there's a chance that and – we'll, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do these all again at the end of the season. I think that there's an opportunity for Max Johnson to maybe sneak on this list. I think where we're at right now, um, you could throw him on there. Sure. I mean, we can, you know, we could say, okay, he's uh, 67 for 118, a 56.8 completion percentage, 898 yards, seven touchdowns to four interceptions. But I'm going to give this offensive MVP award to Evan Stewart. Like I said, he's just, he's just too good. It's like the video of Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know if y'all have seen that, but he just flat out says, I'm always open. And, yeah, Evan Stewart is always open. He's a really, really good wide receiver. He always finds whatever the defense is. If it's man, he's getting open. If it's zone, he finds the holes. Evan Stewart is just a a monster. I mean, just an absolute monster. He's going to be so good for such a long time. Uh, He's an NFL player, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be a a receiver in an NFL uniform very soon. I think there's a chance he could with a, with a, a big end of this year and a big next season work his way into a first round pick. That's how good he is. So I know I say midway point because it's our bye week. Obviously, that there's they played seven games, but but at the midway point of the season, we're gonna say Evan Stewart is the offensive MVP. And um, you know, I think I, I think he's still got a lot left to prove and a lot left to do this season. A lot a lot of big numbers he can still put up. Defensive MVP, okay? We're going to run through. I've got one, two, three, four, five names down. I think you could argue – like you could have a whole bunch of candidates. I just kind of wanted to keep it, you know, top of the line. So we're going to start with Fadil Diggs. Fadil Diggs, he has 16 solo tackles on the year, eight assists, 24 total tackles, three sacks. He's got a pass deflection. Those are his numbers on the year. I'm going to tell you this right now. Fadil Diggs has kind of been heating up. He's been heating up a little bit, and I, I've i just kind of got this feeling that you might see him take over a little bit. Um, I just think you could – my point is I don't – he ha, he isn't winning the defensive MVP award right now, but – I think there's a world with the way he's been playing over these last few games that he could maybe take it over, um, take it over at the end of the year. Like against Tennessee, he had six tackles, one sack. Against Alabama, he had five tackles and two sacks. So what I'm getting at is he's kind of coming on, and I think that you could see him work his way into a candidate to win this at the end of the year. So Fadil Diggs up there. Next guy I got is Shamar Turner, 10 solo tackles, 12 assists, giving him 22 total tackles, three and a half sacks on the season. He also has two forced fumbles. He's just been an absolute beast. Simple as that. Not hard to to explain it much more than that. He's just been an absolute beast. Uh, Shamar Turner, uh, like I said, I don't. He's not winning the award, I don't think, but he's been really good for this defense. He's just a really good player that's helped this team out a ton so far this season on defense. The next guy we've got is Big Walt. Walter Nolan, 14 solo tackles on the year, 12 assists, 26 
total tackles on the season, four sacks. He also has a pass deflection. He's just he's taken that leap that we talked about. He's taken that leap that we wanted them to heading into this season. He's been awesome. Got hurt against Tennessee. There was a report that it might not be as bad as we had, we had thought. That's good. Haven't gotten much more of an update than that, so we'll update y'all on that. We'll probably hear more heading into the South Carolina game, but that's a good thing to hear. Hopefully, Walt's back out there sooner than later. But, yeah, I mean, he has been uh, – he has really been good on this defense. He's getting after the quarterback. He's doing a lot of good stuff, helping this team win football games um, and helping this team when the offense isn't scoring – Help even the teams, even the games that the Aggies have been losing. Walt's been helping them stay in it, just like the rest of these players that we're talking about here. So Walt is our next candidate. Another candidate is the freshman, is the goat, is the greatest of all time. Terry and York, twenty-one solo tackles, twenty assists, so forty-one total tackles. He's got a sack, and he also has a forced fumble. The six foot, two hundred thirty pound freshman has just come in and been exceptional. We talked about it. I was concerned. I was really concerned about the linebacker room, and thanks to guys like York and and Russell and someone we might talk about here in a minute, it's room's been been great. It's it's been one of the I think bright spots on this team. So York, there may, there might be another award coming up here in a minute that that he could win. But yeah, York. He's a candidate, I think, for Defensive Player of the Year to this point, MVP of the Year. The last guy that I've got here is Edrigan Cooper. I mean, look at these numbers. Where'd they go? They went away. But, I mean, he's got – he leads the team. Why my numbers go away? He leads the team in sacks at this point. Oh, here we go. We got it back. So 23 total um, solo tackles, 22 assists, giving him 45 tackles. So he leads the team in tackles. He's got four more tackles than York. He leads the team in sacks with six. Six sacks for Cooper. Then he also has a forced fumble and a fumble recovery. And drum roll, those numbers have, in fact, won him the defensive MVP award. Another guy who is dealing with a bit of an injury, um, not much of an update there. You know, it's going to be quiet until we see practice reports, we see stuff like that. But still, at this point in the season, the midpoint, the midpoint air quotes as it's the seven games, but of the season, Cooper is the defensive MVP. So the offensive MVP and defensive MVP, Cooper and Evan Stewart. Congrats to those guys. I think they have a legitimate chance. Both of them do, assuming they, they are healthy and stay healthy to win these awards when we get to the end of the season. We're going to talk about some more MVP awards, special teams MVP, the freshman MVP, and the flat-out team MVP coming up right here at Locked on Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. 
in life, you know, stuff goes on in life. Lots of things, stress, anxiety. You can be dealing with so many different things on a day-to-day basis in life. And sometimes you might just need a little bit of help. Better help can be that little bit of help you need. You know, everybody struggles. Everybody goes through things. Everybody has bad days, bad periods in life, whether it's season. Some people, you could be seasonal, uh, get some seasonal depression. We're kind of getting to the cooler time of the year that gets dark earlier. It's hard on some on some folks. So if you need some help, if you think you could use some help, BetterHelp's the place to go, the best place to do it. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnCollege. I also want to talk about our friends over at FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Lots of fun sports going on right now. It's a great time to head over to FanDuel. Maybe you want to watch the Astros. Maybe you're a Rangers guy. Whatever you're thinking. So head on over to FanDuel. Bet on all the action. It's a ton of fun. I promise you will not regret it. So now it's time to kind of talk about the freshman MVP. I think that you've got two real candidates here. Two real candidates You've got Ruben Owens. You've got Torian York. I think you could also potentially mix Chase Basantis in there, but like we've talked about, the numbers just haven't been all that great for him in his freshman campaign. So I think we're going to leave it to York and Ruben Owens. And based on those two guys, based on what we've seen this season, well, I mean, let's run through. Let's run through Ruben Owens' numbers first. 37 carries for 130 yards, 3.5 yards a carry, one touchdown on the ground. He's got a long carry of 21 yards. He also has helped in the receiving game some. He's got seven receptions for 78 yards, average of 11.1 yards per reception, and 26 yards is his long reception. York wins freshman MVP. We talked about his numbers. We talked about the defensive MVP award. Torian York has just been so good as a freshman. Ruben Owens, like I said, Next year, I think he could be in the conversation to win an MVP award of some kind, whether it's the uh, most improved player we'll probably do. Ruben Owens is going to win an award next year. I feel confident saying that. But maybe we'll do like a – and we might do that at the end of the season, like a most improved throughout the back half of the season. I think you could maybe see Ruben Owens win that. But Ruben Owens is a good football player, and he's going to win – a locked on Aggies award at some point in his career. So, so know that, but yes. Um, and I can say, I think you'd say the same about Basantis. I think he's going to be a monster. I think it's just hard to come into the sec. Like we've said a ton here on this show in play as a true freshman in the trenches, it's not easy to do. So York wins freshman MVP. I think he is very deserving of this award. I mean, heck think about it. I think he was almost, he was really up there and potentially winning the whole defensive MVP award. So yeah, he's going to get the freshman MVP award. So congrats to York. Now, the team MVP award. The names I have here, 
it's going to come down to two names, and it's the two guys who won offensive and defensive MVP. But the first thing I want to talk about, you know, I want to say is Fadil Diggs, Shamar Turner, and York are guys. I think you could throw Walt in there are guys who really were up there for this award. Um, oh, but before we get to team MVP, I want to say the special teams MVP with with the way Randy's been kicking the football, it's Anaya Smith. I think that he had a pivotal kick return against Arkansas that really kind of put that game on ice. He's just a great all-around punt returner, a great football player. Anaya Smith is your special teams MVP at the midway point of the season or at the bye week. We're going to start saying the bye week so that we're correct. So Anaya Smith is your MVP of special teams. Team MVP, like I said, a lot of guys you could throw up for this, a lot of guys on offense and then on the defense. All those guys that I listed for the defensive MVP award you could have in this conversation, as well as potentially Le'Veon Moss. But I think it's down to Cooper and Evan Stewart. I'm going to be honest with you. I circled Evan Stewart. I mean, we're, we are live on the show right now going to have a change-up of who I picked for the award. I had Evan Stewart circled to win the MVP award, the team MVP award. And is he extremely deserving? A hundred percent. But I'm giving it to Cooper. I, I changed my mind live in studio. I'm giving this thing to Cooper. I, he is just... He's just taken over games. He's been in, he's lived in the backfield. He has taken over games. He's been amazing for this Texas A&M defense. Um, and you got to just close your eyes and cross your fingers that he's going to be healthy for the rest of the year and be out there. I haven't heard an update, y'all, like I said, on, on him. But, I mean, this is just a guy that has, has come out of nowhere and just – not come out of nowhere. I mean, we knew he was a good player heading into the season, but just taken – over they talked about it on the broadcast cooper is just uh, what he's done this year is truly just been exceptional he has helped this team so so very much and without him without what he's done without the numbers that cooper's put up uh, without this the pressure he's gotten that's done the stuff he's done stopping in the run game I, I don't know how I don't know how many, you know, I don't know how this defense plays. Do the Aggies stay in games with Alabama and Tennessee Do they, without Cooper playing great football? I don't think so. So, uh, you know, and I know Cooper went down in, in that game. But, I, I, yeah, Cooper's the team MVP at this point in the season. We will run back through all of these when we get to the end of the 2023 football season. We'll do the same thing again. We might add some more awards then. But at the bye week, as we are sitting here in the bye week, those are all. So we'll run back through who won the awards. Offensive MVP, Evan Stewart. Defensive MVP, Edrigan Cooper. Special teams MVP, Anaya Smith. Freshman MVP, Turian York. And then team MVP is Cooper once again. Congrats to those guys. I might have to send them a plaque. I'll have to get plaques made. We'll have to get that figured out. But congrats to those guys. Y'all are playing great football. Thanks for all you've been doing for this team. We all got you back and we're supporting you. Now we are going to answer some mailbag questions, and we will do that coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. It's always a good day. It is always a beautiful day when I get to talk about bird dogs. Bird dogs are the most comfortable, amazing 
pair of clothing, pair of shorts that I in my life have ever owned. So we've talked about this week on the show that I am, I've pre-recorded a few episodes for next week. I'm heading down with my grandparents and my mama to the beach for a big fishing trip. The blues are running right now, molds in the surf, hopefully getting out some fish. And you know one thing I'm going to wear when I'm out surf fishing out in the water? My bird dogs. Because they are comfortable. They are versatile. You can do anything in them. You can wear them on a date. You can wear them to go fishing out in the surf. You can wear them to go in a swimming pool. You can wear them to the gym. You can do these. You can wear these shorts anywhere you go. My buddy, my roommate Cameron, bought a bird dog shirt. I would have tried it on, but he is much smaller than I am. But the material is amazing. He loves it. They're comfortable. He says it's comfortable. It's just the bird dogs is the most amazing brand of clothing I have ever owned in my life. I I mean, I have continued to buy more and more. You got to check out bird dogs. I love it. I have recommended it. I see people walking on the street and I'm like, Hey, go buy bird dog stuff. It's awesome. And I'm serious. I mean, truly I love bird dogs with everything in me. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college to check out for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Before we call it a week here at locked on Aggies, we are going to run through some mail bag questions. Like I said, I received some of these in YouTube comments from the other day, and then I received some of them in Twitter DMs to the show and Twitter DMs to me. So the first question is, predict Texas A&M's record the rest of the season. I think the Aggies are going to finish out strong. I think they're going to go 4-1. and They're going to take a win over over um, either LSU or Ole Miss. So, and I'll, t- I'll tell you right now who I think, what I think is going to happen. I think they beat South Carolina out of the bye week. I think they beat Ole Miss. I think they beat Mississippi State. I think they beat Abilene Christian. And then I think they drop the season finale to LSU, which of course would help the Aggies to finish the year eight and four. I, um, I, I think Ole Miss, listen, like, Look at rankings right now, time of this recording. Right? LSU's ranked 19, Ole Miss is ranked 13. Um, and, and I like the way that the Aggies set up against these teams simply because I like when you got a high-powered offense versus a really good defense. I think that will the Aggies hold LSU and hold Ole Miss to, to 10 points? No, they're not going to do that. But I do think they could hold those teams to less points than they generally score. And those two defenses have struggled. Those two defenses have struggled to where I think Texas a will be able to move the football like they have on everybody the whole season and score some points. It's just going to come down to can you win the game? Simple as that. Um, and like I said, great football teams. They are both. What makes me not confident is the fact that they're both on the road. If one of these games was at home, I would say, hey, you know what? I think the Aggies got a genuine shot to win this football game. With it being on the road, I'm a lot more hesitant to say that I think Texas A&M wins these games, but I do. I think they find a way to steal one of these road games, get the kind of, hey, we can't win on the road in the big game thing off their shoulder. And if I had to guess which team it would be, I just have a feeling it'd be Ole Miss based on the fact that playing in Baton Rouge, playing in Tiger Stadium in Death Valley, I mean, it's, it, it, is, it is scary, especially if that game's a night game. Oh, look out. So 
yeah, I think I think the um, I think the Aggies have a shot to beat Ole Miss if I had to pick, just because based on the fact that I think that LSU is a little bit better personally, and I think that the atmosphere there will be better. So I lean toward if they're going to win one, it's going to be LSU. The next question I have here is: Does Texas A&M have an a thousand yard rusher or an a thousand yard receiver this season, or both? I've done the math, and I can tell you confidently, uh, they will not have an a thousand yard rusher. It would take Le'Veon Moss. I did the math on it with five games remaining. He's got 387 rushing yards. It would take him to average a buck 22.6 on the ground over the last five games to rush for a thousand yards. That ain't going to happen. Now you look at um, Anaya Smith and Evan Stewart. Do the math on that. So a thousand. I should have done this like I did it with with that, but that divided by five. So. Evan Stewart, I would say, has a higher probability. He would have to average 109 yards the rest of the way to get to 1,000. I think it's possible. I would, I lean, I'd say it's possible, but unlikely is my opinion on the matter there. But Evan, if someone was going to do it, I would say it'd be Evan Stewart. And I think it would take like a 200 yard game at some point, you know, a couple, a big game here and there to kind of boost him and bring down those what you need per game um, numbers. Next thing I have here is who is my favorite 2024 recruit? That is simple. No need to go deep into it. It is Cam Coleman. Cam Coleman is going to be an absolute menace for this team. I can't wait to see him wearing maroon out in Kyle Field scoring touchdowns. He is going to be awesome. My favorite slash least favorite moment of the season. My favorite moment of the season, I actually kind of talked about it, but I would say has been Anias Smith's touchdown return against Arkansas because it feels like that really put the game on ice. And, you know, that was a kind of a moment where you said, okay, maybe we're coming back off this Miami loss. We're looking, you know, we're feeling good. We're looking good. Um, and so I think that was my, my favorite moment of the season to this point. My least favorite moment was probably the interception that Max Johnson threw against Alabama after – Texas A&M picked off Milroe just because it felt like that was the dagger. That was the killer. You had the lead. You had the momentum. Um, you got an interception. You got the lead in the ball, and then you throw a pick, and then it goes sideways. That was my least favorite moment of the season. Last mailbag question here, and we're not going to get deep into this one today, but will Jimbo be the coach in 2024? I think he will be, and I'm hoping he will be. The argument I've made a ton here on Locked on Aggies of, you know, I want these recruits to stick around. I want – to have one more run at this, and then if he struggles in 2024, that's when I'm I'm okay making the decision to maybe potentially buy him out. But I do think Jimbo will be the coach in 2024. I think we want these recruits to stick around. We want the current talent to stick around. And then if it doesn't go well then, then I'm cool with pulling the trigger on that decision. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. Remember, by week, so we will not have any kind of reaction show coming out this weekend. We will have a show coming to you Monday. It's pre-recorded. I'm at the beach fishing. If anything happens, anything updates, I need to communicate with y'all that are watching. I'll put that in the YouTube com- in the YouTube comments on Monday sh- or in Tuesday shows, or I will um, send them out via my Twitter and the show's Twitter. So that is how I'll keep y'all updated while I'm out of town here for a few days. Hopefully, getting on a mess of bluefish. Have a great weekend. Have a great rest of your Friday, and we will see you on Monday.